I would like to start this podcast off with saying I was right about something critical in, oh. in my very early predictions. I was right. Watch it, sister. Welcome to Watch It, sister. I'm Jesse. The, old the one, one without a dog. And I'm Sarah, <laughs> the young one with a dog. Speaking of which, I have a cat. I have a cat too. I know. I was gonna say the cat mom, but then I was like, well, technically Sarah also has a cat. So it is. He was adopted under Brett's name. So, Aww. but I am really sad because we can't call him a cat daddy, because apparently those are pedophiles. What really? I looked it up on Urban Dictionary one time. Because I was going to oh. get him... Urban Dictionary is, like, dumb. I was going to get him a cat that said Cat Daddy. And I was like, I better make sure there's no alternate meaning. Urban Dictionary will say anything is, like, inappropriate. Cool Put your own name in. List, literally, let me just say this. Good grief. Cool old man who loves a lot of young women. An old male hoe. <laughs> oh, that's... I feel like that's, like... I guess it's not it's not explicitly yeah it's not a pedophile pedophilia I feel like that's saying it if you're saying it with like jazz like 50s slang of like that guy's a cool cat daddy o (laughs) I've only ever heard people say cat daddy in reference to like a man who has a lot of cats so um I think you're fine yeah. Anyway, so he's the cat daddy, and I'm just the cat stepmom. Just kidding. I was there. Anyway, Avatar. Avatar. We are so close to the last part of this whole stinking show. Yeah. So I definitely thought we were closer to the end for some reason. Because Netflix. Um, episode ten. Day of the Black Sun is the Invasion Day. And I noticed that Netflix has done this thing where they have, like, combined a lot of two-part episodes into one episode. Because I was watching this episode and I was like, this is so long. I've watched, like, half this episode and there's still 20 minutes left. Well, were you watching carefully? Because it ends and stuff and it says, like, part two... I don't think I saw the part two title text, but when the whole thing was over, I was watching the credits and it was like part one written by so-and-so, part two written by so-and-so. I was like, dang it, Netflix. Okay, so I only watched, I watched that whole episode and the next one. That was right. Okay, I watched, I watched that one and then I watched the next two because I wasn't sure which ones you were going to watch or not. Yeah, because I thought, because like, if you look at Netflix, there is only like six episodes left or something like that. But a yeah. couple of them are two-parters. Okay, yeah. Let's see. How does the first one... So, yeah. So, we, we did okay, it. Okay, so Day We're of the here. Black Sun. Dun, dun, dun. It's Invasion Day. Invasion Day! I just can imagine if they had a, a funky enough character that was like, It's Invasion Day! Get up, everybody! It's Invasion Day! Today's the day! But they didn't have one, so... That could have been sucker. No, Aang was very chipper when he woke up. Um, yeah, so, uh, 
This episode had a lot of fighting in it. Yep. Not a lot of stuff to recap because it's all big points. Well, so they start the day. Everybody gets all together and we see a nice like little group of a bunch of people we met before because oh, yeah. Sokka was like, hey, dad, did you go find all the people I told you to find? I think it's, it is. You, you mentioned this when we started watching that the the show does a good job of like conti- like keeping recurring characters. And I I yeah. do think that's very clever because a lot of shows, you know, they're like, we'll never see you again. Like my biggest regret for a show. It's not my regret. It's a regret. I regret that they didn't do this. Was that mm-hmm. London Tipton in The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody had such a great love interest with the dentist guy. And the show went on, so they she wasn't allowed to see him because he was another hotel heiress or heir or whatever. And she wasn't mm-hmm. allowed to date him that way. But he was like, I'm going to go to dental school. And it was only like two years and the show could have gone. Like, we could have seen him again because the show went on long enough and yeah. with that and the sweet life on deck. And I was like, what a perfect romance. And they, they just didn't keep it. Yes. I feel like that hot. I feel like that happens more in live action TV shows where they're like, here's some random person. Haha, ha, bye. See you. Yeah, guess, with like guest stars. Yeah. Especially if it's Jesse McCartney. They just put That's him in true. anything. So the dad has gathered up um, a bunch of people. We see the swamp benders. We see some of Jet's old gang, but not Baby Jet. and the Bandit, or Baby and Duke. Yeah. Puny, Duke Tiny, and Pipsqueak. Pipsqueak, and the Duke. There it is. I knew I'd get And there. the guy, the inventor guy from the Air Temple and his kid are there. And, wheelchair boy um, the earthbenders haru and his dad and all the earthbenders they busted out of jail are there and haru has a terrible <laughs> goatee that's why i didn't recognize him until later i was like uh who is that guy he's like hey katara check out my mustache i grew oh um yeah i thought that was really nice how they just brought everybody back it was like end game. Very cool. It was I thought I liked the concept. The two problems I had with it was one, like as an audience member, it's fun for me to see the boulder and the hippo, the two earthbender like pro wrestlers again, but I don't think it makes any sense for them to be there if I think about it. Why? Like I don't know why they would be there. <laughs> Because, like, oh yeah, well it was kind of weird because she was like, hey guys, and they're like, oh, we decided that we were friends and we're here to... Yeah, they're like, we're not fighting for entertainment anymore, we're fighting for our That's country. True. That was, and I'm like, I guess the more I think about that it... That seems a little weird, right. but okay, like, I'll allow it. I guess you're right. Uh, the other thing I was, like, really surprised by is why didn't they get any of the waterbenders from the North Pole? Like, there aren't any. Isn't it, like, like, just Katara? No, like, the North Pole, where they went and trained with that old sexist dude. Oh, yeah. Like, they 
they made a whole big deal about how they needed like the earth nation's army to invade and then they're like oh well guess we'll just do our friends and i'm like you could still get like a bunch of the people from the north pole like, they had a bunch of they had a bunch of water vendors and soldiers like why didn't you ask them for help i don't know that was a little weird but whatever <sighs> that's a good point um also, I feel like the inventor guy being there, I was like, isn't he kind of a traitor, though? But No, they had a good ending with him, and they needed him because he milked the submarine. Yeah, he, uh, so I just had a note, and I was like, I'm sad for this episode. This is so stressful. Oh, yeah, I, War sucks. I forgot that I did make a couple notes this time. So they all get together, and then it's Sokka's time to shine and give everyone a speech about the invasion plan. Poor Sokka in his little anxious moment. Yeah. I said... Totally, like... Ooh, foggy... Ooh, fog-bending, spooky. And I said, oh, good. One of Katara's love interests is back. We don't have enough of those. <laughs> thank, uh, goodness. thank goodness. Um, which did make me think, because Aang... Okay, forgive me. Aang does actually kiss... Katara, right? Or was he that another does, yes. another he dream did it for sequence. real. Okay. Um and then he ran away. Even with like I don't know, I feel like she has so many options. And that's why I think I don't know. I don't care. I really don't know who she's going to end up with. It's got to be Aang, right? It's got to be Aang. But I noticed, I feel like in this episode, they kind of aged Aang up. And I noticed it the most when he was standing next to Sokka. I think they drew him taller. Oh, really? Yeah. He looked a little bit older in well, this episode. Well, it's about time. I think they made him a little bit taller. He did behave very maturely. Yes, so Aang is like, I'm gonna beat the Fire Lord, and then Sokka's like, hey everybody, ha ha public speaking, am I right? And he messes up his speech, and then his dad takes over, and then Sokka's like, oh, I'm not a good leader like my dad. Yeah. And then Aang is like, who cares? It's public speaking, everyone's bad at it, like, your real moment to shine is gonna be on the battlefield. And they're like, yeah! So they have these cool, like, tanks and submarines and stuff. They invade the Fire Nation. Yeah, so Sokka, like, invented submarines, which is pretty cool. Yeah, well, he didn't. They already exist. Not in this yeah, world. But... He was like, hey, inventor guy, did you build the thing I did I made really like the plans his for? The, the, like, whale. <laughs> it was like a whale with two people inside of it. He was like, I did. Yes. Somehow get through your drawings um that was really funny <laughs> yep. excuse me yeah so they do that and they do that get on their boats and sail off to go invade um, which they do and they do a pretty good job except for um Katara and Sokka's dad almost dies again, and I said, I swear to goodness, if he freaking dies after all of this, after he was gone for so long, 
Um, which I don't think he did. Uh, yeah, okay, so then Aang goes in to get the Fire Lord. Wait, let's... Why did Aang kiss Katara when? Uh, Why? I honestly don't remember. I watched this last so night. So they were, like, on the submarines, and they were like, okay, we gotta go up for air, and then we'll go back down, and when we get back up again, it'll be invasion time. And so Aang is like... I'm gonna go fly off there now, Katara. And then he's like, what if I don't come back? And she's like, of course you will. And then he's like, mm. And then he kisses her and runs away. And she's just like, uh. What okay. Is... Interesting. Um. Yep, so they <clears throat> get to the shore. They're doing some cool stuff, kind of making progress, but it's kind of going slow. Their dad gets hurt, so Sokka takes over, and he's doing a great job leading everybody. And Aang gets to the palace, and he busts the door around, and he's like, the Avatar is <laughs> back! Yeah, but nobody hears him. So he goes into another room and tries again, and nobody hears him again, because nobody's there. Yep. Nobody's there. And he's like, well, that's weird. So he goes back to Katara and Sokka and he's like, hey guys, there's nobody in the palace. And they're like, oh, weird. And I feel like this is the point where maybe they should have thought like, hey, maybe this is a trap. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're dumb. So they go... Or, I don't know, Aang like figures out that they're in a tunnel Oh yeah, but then their dad, they were like, okay, well... The Fire Lord's probably, like, hiding in a bunker somewhere. And they were like, okay, we maybe we should just leave so that everyone doesn't get hurt. And then Sokka's dad is like, no, everyone who's yeah, here he's like, is already prepared to sacrifice themselves. We have to do he's this like, now. He's like, it's okay. They're already prepared to die. Just go ahead and try. Yeah, so Aang is like, well, I guess this is a good chance. Okay. Yeah, so he goes to look for him. And they threaten a bunch of people. And they're like, let me. Well, and then they're like, really appreciate Toph because she's like, there's a bunker under this mountain. Let me just dig a tunnel under there. Break all the doors open with my metal bending. Toph is so OP. I yes. did think it was really funny when she like busts through the metal door and Sokka goes, yeah, this is why we have you. And I'm like, shh. She's been yeah. so helpful this entire time. <laughs> He's like, I'm so glad we added you to the group. Yeah, that's funny. This is the point that where I was like, I really think Katara should have gone with them. Like, their dad doesn't need her to, like, sit with him. She probably would have been really helpful. Oh, well. Anyway, so they find the underground bunker. And Azula is there. And she's like, surprise, it's me. Aha. And they're like, you don't have any firebending. You're powerless. And she was like, I'm still really good at everything else. And she, like, distracts she, them. Yeah, she also had, she was like, I brought a souvenir home from Ba Sing Se. The Dai Li. La, 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 la. Oh, yeah. So then there's, like, the Dai Li attacking them. And she's completely distracting them. Meanwhile, what's going on with the uh, Iroh and Zuko? Why do I feel like I didn't watch this? I did. I was just so. It was a very long episode. I was so exhausted. I was watching this and I was really sleepy. Um, 
what? Go ahead. Um, I did watch the other one today, though, so it's fresh on my mind. Anyway. Do you remember? No, I don't remember what happened. I don't remember. So he Zuko's just like... Him. Oh, he goes to go see him, but he's Zuko... gone. Well, so first he, like, takes off his, like, fancy armor and puts on his stupid cloak. I hate his stupid fire nation cloak where he's like i'm gonna be sneaky and i'm like you're wearing a red and gold robe like nobody is going to miss you you're very obviously wearing like something that stands up so much please take off that stupid extra robe that's so Um, funny he like writes a letter and he's like looks at a picture of himself in may and he's like sorry may and then he like leaves so we go to the fire lord's chamber where azula is and she's like distracting everyone and then we see the real fire lord and zuko is there and he's like hey and his dad's like what are you doing here Oh, this is when brett came home he came in and i was explaining all of avatar to him Um, (laughs) that's why i forgot what happened i was like i watched this why don't i remember this like whole chunk of scene (laughs) um yes uh and he's like i'm know that it's my destiny to help the avatar win and he was like what the heck you're bad son (laughs) yeah and then he was like i don't need your approval anymore and then he was like oh i see your uncle got to you and he's like yeah he did he was way more of a father to me than you ever were and i'm leaving bye zuko did like a ton of maturing overnight yep very good for him um and then the dad, the fire lord, the firebending comes back. I love the... P- yeah, so the eclipse ends and the fire lord's like, how dare you? Banishment is not enough. And he, like, lightning bends at Zuko, but then Zuko, like, bends it back at him and disappears. Yeah, really cool. And then Azula has this great line where she goes, oh, sounds like the firebending's back on. That is funny. Gosh, man, I wish I didn't miss this. Um, so they're like, wait a minute, Azula wasted all of our time distracting us. Gosh darn it. Gosh darn. Um, yeah, so then they, Suko, or Sokka was really dumb and he was like, he's like, guys, she's just trying to distract us. We have to ignore her. And then she's like, here's something really easy to say. And he's like, that's it. I'm going to be distracted. Yeah. He's, she says something about Suki. And how she, like, took Suki prisoner. And he's like, where is she? And he's, like, crying. And she's just, like, <laughs> smirking at him. Um, so then they kind of decide to, like, chill out. They're like, I don't think we should try again right now. They really need to. Yeah. And he's like, I can do it. And then Sokka's like, mm, I don't think so. Let's, let's retreat. Which is not so what his like, dad okay. said. So that was good. That was a good answer. Yeah. So they go away and they walk to So they're trying the to leave. Temple. Well, so they're trying to leave and the Fire Nation like all of a sudden all these like Oh yeah, the war balloons. balloons come up with the Fire Nation. And it's so dumb to me that the inventor goes like, "What? How could this happen?" And I'm like, "You This is the consequences of building weapons for the enemy is that they're going to use them against you, you dumb man." Like, He's like, how dare you used what I gave you? Um, and so they the sink all their Fire submarines. Nation, 
Yeah, they like fly ahead and blow up all their submarines so they can't escape. And so Sokka's dad is like, kids, you have to leave. We'll be taken prisoner. We'll be fine. And I'm like, mm, you don't have any guarantee yeah, that they're going to not kill you. But okay. Um, that was really dumb. He's like, don't worry, guys. We'll just, you escape. We'll get caught. It's fine. Yeah. So the kids fly away on Appa. And Zuka follows them. For one last time. Yep. For old time's sake. And Aang's like, we'll be safe at the Western Air Temple. So that's exactly what happens. I don't understand why they didn't realize before that Azula already knew their invasion plan because Katara literally said it to her, to her face, when she was dressed as the Kyoshi warriors in Bossing Say. And they found out that it was her. Like they knew that Azula was impersonating the Kyoshi warriors. So I don't know why You're they right. didn't connect the dots Ugh. and be like, what? They knew our plan. Idiots. that was a major flaw in this plot for me but whatever I kind of like that they went the route of like we're gonna have our big invasion and this is gonna be the big battle and then they actually were like oops it went wrong uh oh honestly I do though I do appreciate how they had this big plan and it was like what they've been working on this whole time and then it didn't happen that's very realistic and they're like oh yeah let's recalculate and that it's not just like obviously they're not going to be like it's over we lost but i like how it didn't work out and they're still trying again that's a very good lesson yeah i think it made it more interesting yeah that we see that the show is willing to have these stakes where they can fail it kind of makes it feel like more tense for sure because it's because you aren't because the show is telling you, like, you can't assume that the bad, like, the good guys are just going to win. You can't, like, assume that everything's going to go well for them. And I think that makes the stakes a little bit higher and it makes it, it's a little more emotionally engaging because you're not just like, oh, well, they're the good guys. Of course they're going to win and beat everybody. Right. Because we have, we've seen them fail a lot. Yeah. Like, it's not that easy to overthrow an imperialist I think power. that's important. <laughs> People fail a lot, and it's okay. It's okay. So, the next episode, I love... This is one of my favorite episodes because Zuko is so It was, actually. I actually really like this one, too. (laughs) The Western Air Temple. I've gotten into a very bad habit of watching TV. Well, it's only the Avatar... I watch it in my car on my way home from work. That's dangerous. I know. <laughs> Don't do that. I told you it was a bad habit. Don't do um, that. I just don't have any podcasts I'm listening to right now. So I'm like, this is a podcast. No. <laughs> anyway, it's all highway. It doesn't matter. <sighs> um, so they get to the air temple. And because... Uh, Toph can feel it. Yeah, <coughs> it's like a big upside down temple hanging off a cliff. Very cool. Um, 
And we also see a flashback of Zuko. Oh, yeah. Zuko. And his voice is so yeah. whiny. He's like, I'm going to find the Avatar, uncle. His dumb ponytail. They're like, we see yes. him fresh fresh from banishment with a Band-Aid on yes. his eye. And he's like, first, I'll search all of the air temples. And then I'll scour the earth trying to find the Avatar. And yep. that was kind of cute. Because we did, I mean, we obviously always knew the plan. But I liked mm-hmm. seeing it. Well, it made me think a nice of, little refresh. Like, <clears throat> what I enjoyed about seeing those flashbacks is I kind of forgot about the fact that like there was an age gap between when Zuko was first banished and when we see him in the show. And when I watched the flashbacks at first, I was like, "Why is his voice so whiny?" And then I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess he started looking for Aang when he was thirteen, which means he's been looking for Aang for three years because he's sixteen now. Like that's some pretty serious commitment." Yeah. Um. So they get to the temple And Sokka and Katara are like Okay Aang we need to strategize And he's like no I just want to have fun with the other kids Ha Yep That happens And then they're like okay the new plan is the old plan You need to master all four elements And he's like oh yeah I'll just find a firebending teacher No problem This is what I was right about This is what I said all along Was that Zuko was going to be the one to teach him Congratulations Thank you um, So then Zuko shows up Well he first is in the forest Practicing his speech He's like rehearsing his And he's like hey Hello Zuko here <laughs> He's like, I know I tried to kill you in the past, but I'm good now. Believe me. He's like, you may know me from, uh, well, <laughs> chasing you. Um, so he goes. I'm good to now. see them. I just, I just love his like baby black and white thinking of like, I'm good now. I'm the good guy. <laughs> I'm the good guy. I used to be bad guy, but now I'm good guy. <laughs> um, which. They don't really buy it, and that made me really sad. And they're like, you have tried to kill us so many times. We've watched you burn down villages. You did a lot of other really tragic stuff. We don't trust you. And Toph is like, that's probably fine, you guys. And they're like, nope. Sorry, buddy. Well, Toph is like... Toph is like, you guys are all ignoring the fact that Aang needs a firebending teacher and one has literally fallen into our lap and you all don't want to let him do it because you have hurt feelings. And he's also, they're just like, they're like, he's bad. And Zuko's like, no, I let Appa go that one time. I'm good guy, remember? And then Toph is like, it's true. Yeah, and then Sokka's like, oh, hooray. At least in a <laughs> lifetime of horrible things, he didn't add animal that cruelty was such to a the good, list. Good line. Good line. Oh, uh, yeah. So then. Uh, Toph goes. So then Aang is like, actually, I don't know if you guys remember the time you were sick, but uh, he also helped me escape. And they're like, that was probably just so he could capture you himself. And he was like, yeah, probably you're right. So Toph goes to see him and she accidentally spooks him and he like knocks her over and gets the fire, like burns her feet on accident. 
And so then she's yeah. like, and then he's like, oh no, he's like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, get, get off me. Which like you think like she went there to be nice to him, you'd think she would stay nice. Yeah, but it's tough. So she's so ridiculous. Being nice is not <laughs> natural. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that happened. So they're like, see, Toph, we told you he can't do anything good. And then, which is really sad. And then, this is so funny. This whole, like, them trying to get him to come over. And they're like, well, he's said he would be our prisoner. So they're like, yeah, we'll just say, hey, come on. Well, you can be our prisoner. And then, but he'll he'll see right through it. And then we'll fight again. And then blah, blah, blah. And that was all. <laughs> Sokka's like... She's like, he did say you could take him prisoner. And then Sokka's like, yeah, we'll trick him into thinking we're taking him prisoner. Then we'll jump him and really take him prisoner. Like, yeah, it was so ridiculous. <laughs> Sokka's stupid logic. So then um, they're chilling with Toph, healing her feet, and somebody else shows up. It's Sparky Sparky Boom Man. That's right. Oh, well, that's also the biggest reason they don't let him. They don't believe him that he's good now. Oh, yeah. He's, he's like, like apologizing for all the like, stuff he did. He's like, I'm I put sorry. that hit out on you. And they're like, Sparky, Sparky, Boom Man is, was you? And he was like, my bad. So that's right. So Mr. Combustion <laughs> comes to the camp and starts attacking them again. And they're losing because he's... I don't know, a freaking cyborg and then Zuko comes in he's yeah, like hey the, the hits off don't hurt them I'll pay you double stop and he's like straight up not doing it so Sokka hits him with a boomerang that was really anticlimactic and then Sokka or Zuko I think ends up taking him out no, so what happens is Sokka, like, he's about to shoot them, and Sokka, like, kicks him in the face. Or Zuko, like, kicks him in the face. He swings on a vine like Tarzan and kicks him in the face. So he avoids shooting them directly, and then the gang is like, oh, no, combustion man. And then they're, like, trying to fight him. And then Sokka throws his boomerang, and it, like, hits him right in his, like, stupid third eye. And then when he tries to fire another psychic beam, it, like... Oh, it's, like, internal. For so it like backfires and he blows himself up apparently. Very convenient. Yep. And they're like, Yay, boomerang. Um Yeah. And then And then they're like, Well, Zuko, you did just help us. And so y- you so can Sokka's like, Alright. Well, no. Who says it first? Toph is like, cool. I don't care. No, it's Aang. And then Aang is like, I do need a firebending teacher. Yeah, Aang was like, I do need a firebending teacher. So I guess, let like, I believe in forgiveness. And you said yourself we could be friends or whatever. So, like, that's fine with me. But I have to ask all my friends. So he goes through and everyone decides that he can be in. Toph is like, it's okay. I'm going to beat you up every day. So that you don't, to make up for you destroying my feet. Well, Toph is like, Toph is like, whatever. Yeah, I'll just make you suffer. Ha ha ha. And then Sokka's like, okay, sure. And then Katara's like, 
I'll go along with whatever you want, eh? Yeah, and then, and she, then like, then she, later she legit makes a death threat to she Zuko. Said, She's like, if you, you mess up out, one thing, as soon as you slip up, I'm gonna freaking literally kill you. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the end. Where's Iroh? Yes, it is. Iroh, so Zuko in, we forgot to say this, in the last episode, Zuko, like, went, he's like, I'm gonna go break Uncle Iroh out of prison, and then I'm gonna go help the Avatar, and he goes to prison, and Iroh had, like, already busted himself out, so we don't know where Iroh went. Yeah, that's why I asked where he is. We don't know. He's gone. (laughs) Okay. Now we finally have the whole gang. The whole Zuko's a part of the team. Gang. Um, yeah. So anyway, I called this a long time ago that Zuko was gonna be the one to teach Aang fire bending. Um, yeah, but you weren't sure. I was though. I said, well, that's true. I said it was gonna be either him or Iroh. And yeah. so I was pretty much right. So now their new plan is the old plan for Aang to master all the elements and then take on the Fire Lord at before the solstice or before the comet or whatever. Haley's Comet comes around more than I do. Thanks. New Billie Eilish song. Cool. It's, it's good. It's on her new album, Happier Than Ever. It's very good. Go listen to it. Okay. Not you. Oh, okay. Our listeners. I don't think you'd like it. It's you not. I'd like it. I like mm, probably music. not. I don't think you'd like this. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Because you don't like anything that I like music wise. That's not true. Name one thing Lizzo. You like Lizzo? I've been listening to her album all week. Which one? Uh, Because I Love You. Really? Yeah. I love Lizzo. I know. I, like, I love her. Yes. You I like, like, you like rap? I, you like hip hop? I don't like rap in general, but I don't, like, I don't dislike rap as a concept. What's your favorite a song on her album? I'm so um, intrigued. Probably because I love you because it's just really Same. fun to sing along to. It's like that's like my that's like my ballad, man. I, well, yeah, you I like, know. I was listening to it and I was like, I know why Sarah likes this song so much. I'm crying because I love you. It's so fun to play on the piano. I really um, like her album. The last like two or three songs are like not my jam, like but the first like four or five I really like. One of them, Jerome um, is really good. Yeah, Jerome is good. Juice is a fun bop. Juice is great uh, in the club. Let me see what else is on that one. Which one is it? The, her EP that she came out. So I've been listening to Lizzo since like 2015. Hipster mode. Um, but her album, uh, Coconut Oil is my favorite because the song Coconut Oil is so good. It's like my anxiety song. Mm. Like when I'm feeling anxious, I just have to listen to it and I get better. Um, let's see. 
Because <sighs> I love you. Like a girl, obviously incredible. Soulmates like is pretty good. good. Yeah. It's one of them. I think it's either Soulmate or Like a Girl has this really, like, future funk vibe that I really like. Where it's the the melody in the background sounds a, very similar to future funk, which is a genre of electronic music that I like that takes really heavily a lot of like sounds and influence from like eighties J pop. Weird. It's like kind of um, jazzy and like eighties <coughs> feeling. Jazz. I really like it. <coughs> Better in color phenomenal exactly how i feel very good even with gucci mane um heaven help me phenomenal lingeries pretty good boys phenomenal truth hurts obviously phenomenal it has like three grammys water me is okay good as hell fantastic honestly phenomenal but yeah you should listen to her ep uh it's coconut oil. It's really okay. great. I don't know why I was well, like, in the mood to listen to this this week because I, I like honestly, up until now haven't really listened to her. I'd like seen a couple of her music videos, but I was like, I should listen to Lizzo. And then I was so good as hell. Album, and I was like, yeah, actually, come is on coconut oil first, but um, really, I don't know. Coconut oil is such a great song. The rest of them are kind of weird. <laughs> but they're good but it's all good yeah i don't have anything (laughs) against rap as like a kind of music i just don't seek out rap because a lot of mainstream rap is about topics that i don't personally care about or enjoy hearing about sure so i mean for me a lot of up until now a lot of the music i've listened to has been mainly like focused on the lyrics and less on like musical genre so if it has lyrics that i like i'll listen to it regardless of what the genre is and i feel like now i'm sort of kind of getting into a phase where like i listen to stuff in the background a lot more so i care more about like melody and genre than yeah. lyrics but i Makes still have a hard sense. time listening to something if the lyrics are like things i don't care about or things i think are stupid for sure um <laughs> I love Lizzo almost as much as I love Adele. Um, The other day I had like this really huge epiphany Mm -hmm. where my whole life I was like, representation is stupid. Like if you can't, if you can't relate to somebody, that's your own problem. Like that kind of thing Mm -hmm. in my whole life. I was just like, whatever. Like I don't need, I don't need big bodied people to be my icons and then it wasn't until I was telling someone that Adele and Lizzo were my all-time favorite people and artists, like, it, it, as people and artists and, like, as musicians, but, like, mostly as, like, people. And then I was like, wait a second. Maybe it, they had more influence on my life than I thought. Wait a second. Yeah. they are my inspiration for everything. And I Lizzo's love Lizzo's really cool. Um, yeah, you should... Well, you don't have TikTok, but she her TikToks are really funny and great, too. Um, Rumors, <coughs> her latest single that came out last Thursday. I know. I watched really it because you put it on Instagram. I saw your Instagram story, so I watched it. 
It would be a perfect song. I don't even hate Cardi B's part, but I don't think it really adds anything. Yeah. But this, the music video is pretty big and explicit. Well, a lot of her music is explicit. <laughs> I guess that's the other reason uh, I don't listen to a lot of rap, just because it tends to be more explicit. I like rapping. I mean, I'm a very white person, so I'm not going to say, like, I'm good at rap, but I think rapping is fun. Yeah, sure. I like Beastie Boys. They're white. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yes, my problem isn't that I don't like, like, my musical taste isn't, like, I don't like a lot of music. It's just that I don't actively seek out new music. Because I'll just listen to the same thing that I like over and over. So I have a hard time discovering new things that I like because I don't like putting in the time to listen to a bunch of new things. Of course. I love Lizzo. She's pretty great. She's so beautiful. Yeah, no, I just, (laughs) I was listening to Because I Love You and I was just like, this sounds like Sarah wrote this song. It is like it was so monumental. I did sing it to Brett on one of our dates when we were dating, and I was like, "Ah, cause it really is." Uh, Never been in love before. What the heck are heckin' feelings, yo? (laughs) Once upon a time, I was a hoe, but now I don't even want a hoe no more. Okay, name one other person that we have in common. What? I like Billie Eilish. I haven't listened to, like, her full albums, but I really like uh, Future. Um, oh, my gosh. I love my Future. I freaking... I just made a playlist when I was uh, on the plane. I just made a playlist. It's... I just picked a random emoji, so it's worm emoji. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all my favorite Billie Eilish's songs and Coconut Oil. And then, like, a couple other, like, songs that are, like, hits right now that I just am into right now. But, um, I really love Billie Eilish. I don't know. I'm really into pop right now. I I tried to listen to, so I listened to Lizzo's album at the beginning of the week. And I was like, I should listen to more, like, pop and, like, what's popular. And then I tried to listen to Sour and I was just like, no, 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 no. This is too much for me. (laughs) Look at this. I was like, I cannot take this child seriously. This is the playlist I was just talking about. The next two songs are off sour. That's so funny. I get why it's popular. I just like, I'm turning 30. Yeah. And I can't take seriously a 16 year old singing about heartbreak. I'm just like, girl, it's not even going to (laughs) matter. You're you're literally writing like a novel though about it from your 16 year old heartbreak. Well, my, so my comic isn't supposed to be, it never, I never intended it to be about romance. What's that called? Self-placement or whatever? Uh, self-insert? Is that what you're thinking of? Yeah. Because I just watched Twilight for the first time. Oh. And, I, and uh, that's, oh my gosh, that's what I have to talk about. Okay. Ugh. I'm literally, <laughs> I'm literally like sleepover mode. Like, okay. let's talk about talk about um, Twilight. I've never watched Twilight. Twilight. Neither had I. Wait, are we done talking about Olivia Rodrigo? I think yes. so. Okay, so I'd never seen Twilight before, 
and I was in the airport, and I was like, thinking about how I should watch Twilight someday, and they were downloadable, so I, I downloaded Twilight them. Someday. And I was watching, I was literally watching it, like, sitting there waiting for my flight, and I was, like, cracking up. Like, the first, the first movie is, like, unironically the worst movie I've ever seen. It's so awful. Yeah. But I don't quit. So I watched all five in the next three days with my friend Jewel in Colorado. And uh, shout out to Jewel. I don't think you listen to this. But you changed my life this weekend. Um, but she, but I watched all five of them. And by the end of it, of course, I was like into it or whatever. Because that's just how I am. But like the fifth movie is very good. Like I loved it. Was it worth watching 10 hours of vampire drama? Maybe. But, like, okay. Bella's stupid. Doesn't mm-hmm. have any redeeming qualities. She... I don't understand why everybody's in love with her. In the movie or in the fandom? Because... In the movie. Okay. Like, she literally has, like, yeah. four love interests as soon as she enters the scene. In the first movie, mm-hmm. she like moves, and everyone's like, "Oh, oh, pretty girl, new girl." Yeah, so she's like not great, but everyone's in love with her, and I'm like, don't understand, don't have a personality, but and until Jacob and not Jacob, until Edward and Bella get married, I'm Team Jacob. Yeah, like. He's, they actually, you actually, like, see them fall in love. Yeah, he's a lot less creepy. Yeah. A lot less creepy. They can actually, like, kiss without her dying, like, the risk of, because, like, the whole thing is, like, she's, like, a really tasty snack for vampires. Yeah. Like, most, like, she's, like, especially smelling good. Yeah. And so, like, all the vampires, like, want to eat her. So ridiculous but anyway but i really liked the end except for you want a spoiler alert twilight spoilers if you haven't watched it by now you probably don't care about spoilers um jacob his like soulmate is oh yeah i know their baby yeah he like imprints on their baby so weird Uh, yeah so nasty yep um so anyway that happens so anyway i'm a fan now i guess but i'm really glad that i didn't i'm really glad i didn't watch these in actual middle school because i would have been super into them (laughs) and now i can just be like regular person i feel like i've watched enough criticisms of twilight that i don't need to watch twilight sure that's like your thing for everything I enjoy critical dialogue. Yeah, also, I, I just it. like it when people tell me the plot of movies so I don't have to watch. <laughs> yeah. If they're like things that I know are bad that I don't want to watch, I'm like, okay, just tell me what it's about. What have you been watching this week? Um, so we finished Voltron and it was very bad and disappointing. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> but I already like hated it by the seventh. It was eight seasons, which is too many seasons. Yeah. And the ending was just like agree. 
it felt very clear to me that it was like really heavily influenced by Gurren Lagann. Um, yeah, so anyways, the ending of Voltron, Scott and I were both pretty disappointed. And then we were like, let's watch something else. So we started watching Picard. Yeah. Which is a spinoff that CBS did last year about um, Patrick Stewart's character, Jean-Luc Picard, after the Next Generation series. Right. And uh, so far it is pretty sad and boring. <laughs> no. I don't know is why. too much CBS to ask for good TV. Yeah, CBS, for some reason, they did this, like, so they did Star Trek Discovery and Picard around the same time. And I don't know why they did this, but they were like, you know what everybody wants? Let's make a gritty and dark Star Trek. And I was like, literally nobody wants that. Like, why are you doing this? Okay. Yeah. I don't know why everything needs to be a gritty reboot. I don't think it does. And I'm not into it. Yeah. So it's like, hey, what if we took like your favorite character from Next Generation? And then we were just like, now he's old and retired. And then they were like, but also there's like an assassination plot and robots and it's like a big mystery, but also the main character is an old man, so he can't really do a whole lot. Mm -hmm. And also like all of the bad guys are like incredibly obvious. Like they've revealed like the bad guys in the second episode. They're like, here's the bad guys. They're going to assassinate this person. And I'm just like, okay, well now I just have to watch this like stupid girl like dating the guy who's supposed to assassinate her and i really don't care <laughs> interesting i don't know it's it's not very good so far it doesn't sound great but i think we'll at least finish this <coughs> i don't know i don't hate it it's just like star trek and star trek next generation both had very like episodical plots they didn't have like right. long running plots um and then they tried to do a long running plot with discovery oh, discovery was so bad i hated discovery the first season was awful and like most of the fans hated it because they were like what if we took all the things you like about star trek and got rid of them and made it into a gritty space war and i was like no thank you i don't want to watch the i really don't want to watch uh the klingons eating people that they killed that's not a fun time for me what um is this um, what's the second season was kind of like a soft retcon and the second season was a lot better but um what's what is what animated is that discovery isn't there like an um animated that's the lower decks they did do it. I just found about it recently. We haven't watched it yet. It's supposed to be like a comedy. I s Dad seemed interested in that. He was like, what is this? I don't know. It looks kind of meh to me. Like Rick and Morty with a Star I Trek theme. I think that's like exactly theme, but I don't know. I watched a couple episodes of Centaur World. <gasps> did you like it? Uh, I don't know. Were you weirded I'm out? I don't. It's no. It's definitely funny, uh -huh. and it's very creative. I have just. I like. Here's. I think sadly this is why I don't like it, is because I have to. It's so like, it's so um, 
like artistic based or visually based i have to watch every second or i'll Mm. miss the gags and i i like to watch tv while i clean or Uh, paint or anything pay attention huh kinda and so it's like well it's or even like i like to do puzzles on my phone at this you know and so but i have to watch yeah so it is my dumb gen z brain can't handle can't handle it focusing on one task yeah unfortunately that's okay I mean, but you it can is miss some of the visual. Very gags. funny. It is. I don't know. Well, like I was watching it, like the fir- in the first episode, I like got bored. But I was like, this isn't boring. Why am I bored? Mm. So I don't know what's the deal. Maybe you should like watch it while you're doing something with your hands that you don't have to look at, like knitting. Actually, yeah, maybe. Um, I was doing embroidery while I was watching Picard yesterday because I was like, this show is so slow. I don't know if I have any tasks like that. Oh, we'll see, I guess. Hmm. It was, it's very funny, though. Yes, it is. And it is very, like, it very much looks like Adventure Time. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, (laughs) Follow us. If you want to see what I've been up to, you can follow my millions of Instagram accounts. Uh, I don't. I have a million too, but I don't post on any of them. I have an exciting project that I'm going to be launching in two weeks at the end of August. If you want to see what I'm working on, stickers. My sticker club will be launching wow. August 31st. Yay! Follow pro artist Jessica Anacito A N E C I T O on Instagram. Dog mom. Do you want a preview? If your dog's ever bothering you, just throw your fist, and she'll go get. She'll go catch something. Go get it. All right. Um. Bye. Bye. Watch it, sister. <laughs>